Train all day, Prospect MMA Podcast all night, all day. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Air Muscle. Check them out on Instagram at E-I-R-E underscore muscle. That's air underscore muscle or their website, www.airmuscle.ie. They are your local supplier for all your gym supplement needs, whether you're into MMA, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, boxing, whatever combat sports, whether you're into bodybuilding, CrossFit, just go, go to the website, get all your protein, creatines, multivitamins, whatever you need. They are your one-stop shop for all your supplement needs. The guys at Air Muscle were kind enough to give us a discount code so you can place your order and at the checkout, make sure to use MMA10 for 10% off your entire order. That's MMA10 for 10% off. Hey, bro. How are you? you hear me? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Turn the phone up. Turn the phone up. <laughs> All right, hold on. Yeah, on Zoom, on Zoom it works if you put it sideways, but this is Instagram. Yeah, right. more basic. Also, so. There you go, there you go. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Stop it, yeah. i <laughs> Very good, man, very good. Um, so, yeah, so thank you very much for coming on. Um, I would say it's been a long time coming. That, yeah, uh, you finally got me. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, um, I I first known about you whenever I think it was Clan Wars thirty eight. You were supposed to be on that card, and then yeah, I thought so. Do you remember what happened back then? Yeah, I got injured coming up to that fight, but then it got cancelled because of restrictions as well and then it got put back so they were expecting people to make weight and then make weight again the week after like I, right. cut, I cut big weight so this didn't take me. <laughs> how much weight do you cut by the way uh, I tried to get down to like 7 kilo the week of the fight okay right okay that, yeah. it's, it, it's, it's tough tough enough like I'm back up Around like 73, 74 kilo now, and I fight at 61. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that is a little bit, a little bit yeah. of weight. Um, yeah. So I, I was saying um, you used to be the, the Clan Wars Bantamweight champion, right? Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Um, Akuma as well. Akuma as well. Okay. So, so give us the rundown. Like, how, how, how did you start into, into martial arts? Um, what was your very first thing? Fun. I always boxed when I was younger, so I did, and then as I got older, I sort of did, like, just drifted away from the sport, and was busy just doing what young fellas do, run the about drinking and partying, and, <laughs> and then I think like, I got back into kickboxing, like full contact kickboxing, like all kicks above the waist, so the, you see with the long trousers, like the karate style. Yes. I've done that for a few years. And then I started scaffolding. Um, when I started scaffolding, I started working with a guy, uh, Michael Doyle. So he was like a big name around the town at the, that time for MMA. He had a... That's the guy that Kian mentioned, I believe. Um, yeah. Monday when I had him. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. So 
I was working for him, and then we we got friendly, and we got we started training training together, and then I thought I was a badass because I was a kickboxer, but I went to MMA, took down and strangled, and my arms put in all these mad positions. I was like, shit, I can't go back. To the <laughs> it's like that that's not real fighting. Like I was like amazed at just how somebody could just. They would do whatever they pleased with me, and there was fuck all I could do about it. So, just uh, that, that, no, knowing that just made me interested in, in learning it and sticking with and it. At this stage, was were you like aware of like UFC, anything like that? Yeah, were you like? I was around the same time McGregor was on the scene, and like I remember watching McGregor, he fought. In the three arena, and it was it was on TV three. It was free, and it was on at like seven o'clock. So I would never have stayed up before to watch UFC because it was on too late. But I remember watching that, and I was like, "That's class." Who was so it fighting? Was... You remember? Uh, I can't. I can't even. Remember. Was it one of his first fights? No. Yeah, it was one of his first fights. I think I know. I was the one said the name in case I get it wrong. Was it a Brazilian dude? Yeah, it was. I think he was the guy that um, won the Ultimate Fighter. I can't, I can't remember the name, but I know who you're talking about. A bald dude, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't. That. It, was, it was one of his first fights. It wasn't Marcus Bremage. It was. Cannot Brenda? No. The names just went out of my yeah. head. Yeah, same here. But I know who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Carry on. Carry on. So you watched yeah. some fights and stuff. And... Yeah, just I thought it was class. And then like the sport that I was involved in, kickboxing, it wasn't there wasn't much happening there. Like it was sort of you got maybe one or two fights a year, and the only people that went to see them was like fucking your close friends, your family. Like there was no there was no coverage or anything. So it was just like a lot of training just for nothing. Like, and then I actually okay. went. I went to a Clan Wars event and just watched and just the way the show was run and the, the lights and the kids and it was just like, fuck, I, I want to try this. So I had the conversation what? with Do you Michael. remember what Clan Wars it was? No, I couldn't, couldn't remember what, what, what. <laughs> it was. It was down in the, where it was the other day in the Ramada Crown Plaza or, I think it was, it was called the Ramada back then. And then oh, I, remember, I remember having a conversation with my coach and he said, listen, if you come with me and apply yourself and do what I tell you and don't fuck about, get your life right and put your head down and work hard for this, I, I'm pretty sure that within a year you'll have a, a title. And I believed him. And for the first time in my life, it was like, Somebody had said something positive to me like that, and I, I really took that on board, and I did. I worked hard, and I think I had like I won even O in my first year, and won that Clanmore's belt within a year of my first fight. Wow! Yeah, really. So it was just full steam ahead. That's amazing. So obviously your stand up was like really really good. So you had the yeah. A really I had good like a, uh, when I started MMA, I was had a bit of an advantage with my striking. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. And you went 5-0 and in your first year? Yeah, just sprawl and brawl. My <laughs> brand, 
<laughs> like I came so close to getting every every fight. I was fucking <laughs> within an inch of an inch of my life. I just managed to squiggle out and get the win. Wow, that that's that's I amazing. That's a lot of submitted. Wow, that's awesome. Um, so, was it at that stage that you realized or that you thought maybe I can't compete in this and make a career out of this, or or like I'll just keep doing this as a hobby? At that stage, it was more more of of a hobby, so it was, and then just like that wasn't like the end of it all. I drifted away. I actually like, quit MMA for a year or two in between all this, and like I was away, I'd, I just had had to work. I couldn't do both, so I had to work to support okay. my son and my family, my house and stuff. So I drifted away from the sport, and then I think it was my son's. One of my son's birthday parties. I was still friendly with my coach. He he was at. He brought his kids along to my son's birthday party, and he was telling me that he was flat out at the scaffolding, and he was going to close the gym. And would I be interested in taking it on? And I turned it down at the start because I just wasn't confident in my ability to run a club. And then I thought about it and thought about it, and then I gave it a go. So I started taking classes again and then I just started to fall back in love with the sport so I decided to make a comeback so I came back and then I got I won the Clan Wars bantamweight belt again and then I won the Akuma bantamweight title within the space of four weeks of each other and then I was right, like so that's I, your last two fights then yeah that was my amateur. last two fights. but before that I was like if I do this Then I'm then I'm going pro. So it was just like right now I want to go pro. Cool. And so that, that you get that them two titles. Um, that's in 2019. Pandemic yeah. breaks out later well, actually, that I year. I'm a pro debut before the, the pandemic sorted, and then the pandemic. No way. Happened. Yeah. Well, where was that? There was Clan Wars as well. Okay. That was in Clan Wars. And the first Clan Wars you competed in was 23. So you must have seen Clan Wars 20 or 21 or something and then decided to... Yeah, to I usually would have atten like attended that. all the Clan Wars in between then too. I have either like so, been cornering someone or I've knew someone fighting on but I've tagged along to watch. Awesome. And how is it for you as a fighter and the coach to obviously see, you know, a guy that comes in through the door, knows nothing, and then a year later is competing under your your your, your gym, your name. Yeah, it's 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 great to see like somebody starting and they don't know anything and then like through what, what I show them, like watching them progress and just improving and then like getting to the stage where they want to compete themselves. It's yeah, hard to beat. Yeah. It's, that's that feeling like. So it is, but it, it was. I struggled at the start to try and get the ball. St it's still a struggle to get the balance between fighting and coaching. I think when when I'm fighting, the coaching takes the back seat, and I just have to. I have, MMA is a selfish sport, so yeah, I have a fight coming. Like everybody seems to, like I focus on my on my fight a lot.
So now that I've got a bit of time off, I'm going to focus on everybody else in the gym and try and give back to the club as much as I can. Of course, of course. Um, now, you are two and two as a pro, right? Yeah. Two and two. Um, I, I, I have saw your fight against uh, Nicola, so that was the one at uh, IUR. And I'll keep saying yeah. that. <laughs> Jackie gave me some shit the other day for calling it IUR. I'm not allowed to call it up. Yeah, well, it's going to stick. That's it. IUR, fighting championship. <laughs> um, this was a very good fight. Like, I, I got to see her striking on display. I had heard about it. You know, guys like Patrick Doran and Kieran Brady had told me striking is really good. So I got to see that. Yeah, like when um, I first started, I was a predominantly a striker. And then my last few fights, it just seems like I've like, wrestled away a little bit. And those fights, it's, it's hard. Like, it's, you go always go into a fight with a plan. But like, Everybody has a plan, but they get punched in the mouth, and then, and then instinct you get just <laughs> instinct just kicks in, and you just you just do what you have to do. So, you as a fighter, you decide or decided that for you to train for a fight, you have to go down to Team Taurus. Is that yeah. what you thought was the, the best for I, you? I, was, yeah. I, I knew it was like I was only like tra training myself. I was only going to be able to get myself so far. I'm like, yeah, I haven't competed against guys from Team Torres before. I was always, always very impressed with their grappling. So I've noticed I that your, your, your last fight was against Kuari uh, Lavery, right? Your amateur, yeah. that is. Yeah. So, like, whenever I fought those guys, I always, like, noted to myself, like, I need to get, like, up to speed where they are on the ground. So, like, I thought... What better place to go than than go there? Just so, go there, yeah. <laughs> I think it was like, it was a bit it was a bit uh, weird at the start when I started wrapping up at their gym, but it's been great now. Like it's it's like my second home. Ah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Um, I'm just looking at the list of names that you fought, and you fought like some some great names um, from from Ireland. I'm I'm talking about uh, Alex yeah. Sullivan. Alex Boudoui, Boudoui, that's the guy that was main event in Clan Wars this weekend. Who was it? Alex? Yeah, Alex Boudoui? Alex Against yeah, Carlos? Alex yeah. Yeah. Um, then you have Jack Maguire, another pro. Dylan Douglas was also in the main event. You guys fought to a draw on that one. Yeah. I haven't watched that, yeah. that fight. How does that happen? <laughs> Draws are very, very statistically near impossible to happen, right? Yeah. Do you remember that fight? Yeah, it was a good fight, so it was. Yeah, uh, that was at, at Featherweight. Featherweight, okay. Would that be something that we might see in the future again? A rematch? It was, uh, it was scheduled to happen again on the, first, on the first IER, and then the pandemic put the brakes on that, so who knows? I'm getting fed up cutting weight too, so maybe. He fights a featherweight. Oh, featherweight. Could, could right. Be okay. Up. Yeah, you'll you'll be like far healthier uh, to not cut so much. I like. I personally have been doing research into this, and I can send you a study that I've read, where the number of fighters cutting weight versus the fighters not cutting weight, the win percentage 
it's it's near near the same. It's like fifty percent on one, fifty five on the other. So like cutting yeah, weight doesn't seem to I've act, I've be actually like a good massive one. advantage. Today, so I have a few studies right, on okay. it. Yeah, yeah. So it seems like I think in my case, if there was a sixty three, sixty three seems to be perfect perfect uh, weight for me. That'll be what super bantamweight. Yeah, but would have to be you would have to be fighting catch weights all the time. Well, unless you're hired by Brave Combat Federation, they are, I think, the only pro organization oh, yeah. that they, they actually them. have. Yeah, they have bantamweight, super banta, featherweight, super feather, lightweight, super lightweight, and so on. So they have all the in between um, weight classes, which which I think is like one of the good ways to combat yeah, weight cutting. Yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then it creates more double champs, and then it can create more champion versus champion fights. Yeah, which more, is like, more matchups. Yeah, all the fans love that shit. So it's like, yeah, yeah I, I can be a double champ, triple champ, that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's much easier to, to do that. So, yeah. Um, now, the UKFC, they were kind enough to give me the media credentials, so I was able to, to watch the fights and... Um, I was supposed to be reporting on it and stuff like that, but my account got hacked, as most people know. Um, yeah. I know the fight didn't go your way, but you nearly got him in that first round, right? Yeah, I got him close. I caught him with a left elbow, caught him open. Yeah. But and, and, and that was the plan. Your perception, be, like... Be yeah. in close. Um, work when I was in close but I think like, he obviously sensed early on after that round that that was my plan so and he, he adjusted well to his strategy which was just to uh, keep me in the kicking range and attack the body mm -hmm. and just the body shots just accumulated up over the fight and the last one sealed the deal but hot, so it was the body shots but, yeah right okay um, yeah I was wondering because I remember you falling against the cage. I think it was a, a tip kick, right? Yeah. At first. Yeah, yeah. They, they are um, up. Yeah, I believe you. I believe you. Uh, we saw a stoppage uh, at these clan wars from liver kicks. It was like the very first fight. The guy the guy stopped him with liver kicks. He then done like three in a row. And the other guy just folded like right in front of me. Yeah. yeah I, I can't imagine those. <laughs> <laughs> They're not fun. <laughs> not fun at all. Um, so yeah. So what's next for you? Yeah, just gonna. I want to take my son on holidays here, just relax for a while, and then maybe just fight again. Come into come into the summer, maybe Ju July, August time, maybe fight again. Cool. I've a go cool, cool. going to do a few grappling tournaments and stuff, and in the meantime, keep myself fit. I'll always be training, like, but. I think whenever I have a fight, everything else in my life just gets fucking brushed aside. So I have a, lot, I have a list of things that I need to get get sorted before I think about fighting again. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. And as far as promotion, um, you're open to anything, like clan yeah, wars, IUR, doesn't matter? Yeah, any offers, send them my way. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, for the people that live... I would say within traveling distance to your gym, 
what's the best way if they want to contact you and join? Um, oh, just just message, just message me on, on my Instagram or Facebook. Just just contact me through through either, or just show up. Just show up at the gym. Just the okay. New Era page the schedule there. Just 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 land down to the gym. Even just call down and have a look around, watch a class, and scope the place out. See. Just do what I'm going to do. I'm coming down on Friday. Half six. Friday, half right. Yeah, I'm coming down on Friday, half six. Guess Friday night. striking. Friday night. I think it's striking, right? It's just an MMA. Do? We do a bit of everything on Friday. Oh, that's good. Okay, perfect. Yeah. We'll hit some pads, hit some tech and then we'll probably roll at the end. Ah, uh, okay. Because like at the IFS, which is where I'm training for this charity fight, they have yeah. no pads. And, and we never do any pad work, uh, which is weird for me because whenever I used to train MMA with like Phil Campbell in Larn, uh, which was under the EFR, um, used to always do pad work, always like every single session, do some pad work. Uh, yeah, don't worry, we can do pad work on Friday. So we'll... Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, looking forward to that. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, no, that that's perfect. That's perfect. Uh, just to get all the background on you and, and how you got involved in the sport and what you have accomplished. And obviously, you have the gym that happens to be local to me. So um, that's, that's yeah, pretty cool to know. And obviously, I've watched you fight and some of your fighters as well. So uh, it made it made sense to to make this happen. Um, any shout-outs you want to give to, to anybody or any, uh, anything else you want to say? Uh, just all my training partners, and, uh, Team Torres, Nuri Muay Thai, and down here in New Era as well. Just everybody that I train with, everybody that supports me and buys the streams to my fights, um, people that yeah. are going to buy tickets in the future. I wouldn't mind fighting, fighting closer to home next time. I'll get a big crowd to come. So stay okay. tuned. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Good stuff. Thank you so much for coming on, Tara. I won't take any Thank more you. of your time. Yeah, no, no, you're welcome. And uh, see you Friday. See you Friday. <laughs> okay, guys, thank you very much for watching. Have a good night. Bye. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by Hellband. Check them out at We Are Hellband on Instagram or their website, www.wearehellband.co.uk. This is the best mixture of Irish grass-fed beef with South African uh, spices. Uh, this is what happens when cultures collide, great things happen. They have great burgers, sausages, meatballs, and now more recently they started diving in into bringing you South African wines, brandies, and all that stuff. So please check them out. They've always supported the podcast from the beginning. Um, and they gave us, they were kind enough to give us a discount code, MMA10. If you use that on the checkout, that gives you 10% of your order as well. Okay, so check them out at We Are Hellbent once again, www.wearehellbent.co.uk.